Hello, 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 family. I am coming here with a word, okay? The Lord gave me this word. I have been obsessed with Psalms 103 for these last, I don't even know how many days it's been, but like I've been reading Psalms 103 every morning, okay? Every morning as I'm getting ready to go out, I be like just letting it blare through my house, okay? <laughs> I be having it blaring, okay? And I'm going to read it to you, and then I want to bring you what the Lord brought to me, okay? It says, Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord gives righteousness and justice to all who are treated unfairly. He revealed his character to Moses and his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and merciful, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. He will not constantly accuse us, nor remain angry forever. He does not punish us for our, our sins. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. For his unfailing love towards those who fear him is as great as the height of the heavens above the earth. He has removed our sins from us as far as the east is from the west. The Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. For he knows how weak we are. He remembers we are only dust. Our days on earth are like grass, like wildfires. We bloom and die. The wind blows and we are gone as though we had never been here. But the love of the Lord remains forever. With those who fear him, his salvation extends to the children's children, mm. of those who are faithful to his covenant, of those who obey his commandments. The Lord has made the heavens his throne. From there he rules over everything. Praise the Lord, you angels, you mighty ones who carry out his plans, listening for each of his commands. Yes, praise the Lord, you armies of angels who serve him and do it and do his will. Praise the Lord, everything he has created, everything in all his kingdom. Let all that I am praise the Lord. Who okay. The verse I want to focus on is a verse. Um, hold on. Five. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. Mm. <sighs> Let me. Okay. So when I heard, I heard that part and I was just like, Lord, how is the eagles? Youth renewed. Like, how does he do it, right? And I'm going to read you because I Googled it. And I'm going to read you. Um, It says, 
the e there the eagle hits its beak against the rock until it bre breaks its beak. So when the eagle starts peeping at he old, right? He flies to a place of like solitude, right? And in that place, he begins to hit his beak against the rock until it breaks the beak. And you got to know that has to be painful, right? Then he waits for his new beak to grow. So then he waits for that new beak to grow. Then he pulls his claws with his beak. He pulls out his claws with his beak. When his new claws grow out, he plucks out his old feathers. After five months, the eagle recovers and can live for another 40 years. Do you hear the pain that is the eagle afflicts on himself, but it's to renew his strength. And a lot of times we go through these battles and we just, we just don't understand, like, why does it seem like I'm losing? Why am I being, why is all this pain coming towards me? But it's renewing your strength. That's how the eagle renews his strength. The pain, the breaking the beat, the plucking out his feathers, him pulling out his claws. That's painful. It's bloody. But guess what? It renews his strength. The eagle knows once I can get past these five months, I will begin to soar again. I'll begin to mount my wings and just let the wind carry me. And that's what God is saying to you. It's time to soar. You, I have renewed your strength as an eagle. It's time to soar to higher heights. It's time to just bask in my presence and allow my presence to be the wind that carries you. Okay? We don't have to do this by ourselves. We don't. Hold on, okay, because my kids is blasting Coco Melon. Hold on. Okay, fam. I'm sorry, my kids was like blasting it and I, I needed them to turn it down because I didn't know if it was picking it up or not. But I could hear it. But what I was saying is we got to trust God. And it's beauty in them ashes. It's beauty in them ashes, okay? It doesn't look like it. It just looks like your whole world is crumbling, but it's beauty in it, Okay? It's going to get better. One day you're going to be standing on the other side of your breakthrough. And you are going to begin to see what God was doing. And it always makes me think of that scripture. You know how Jesus said right now you don't understand. But it'll come a time where you will understand. And that verse is so true. Because it's when I go back and I reflect on where God has brought me from. In that moment, I didn't understand it. But now that I'm on the other side, I understand like, Lord, you gracefully broke me, but it was for my good. I needed you to chastise me. I needed you to correct me. I needed your discipline because I couldn't be the best version of your child if you didn't. You feel me? Like, one thing that um, I just keep on hearing is like, and the Lord, he He even brought it to me that like, you know, diamonds are produced in pressure. Okay. 
and it's it's the Lord is creating you to be a diamond without a blemish, okay. And you do you feel that pressing, you you feel you feel the fire, you feel all of it, but it's only to produce what God has spoke to you. It's only to shine you up. It's only so when people look at you, it's not a blemish within you. It doesn't feel like that in the process. <laughs> it don't feel like that. But I'm here to tell you that the Lord knows what he's doing. This is the same God, the only true and living God that has formed everything you see around you, who has laid the foundations of the earth, who told the wind and the waves how far to go, how hard to blow. He is the one who calms the raging seas. You know what I'm saying? This is the God whom delights in you, okay? He got your best intentions at heart. This is the same God. You can see a horrible storm. But once it's over and you look up, you see the rainbow. You see the promise God said. You know what I'm saying? That he still is holding on to his promise. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's so good. Let me take you to one um, Psalms 105. And let's go to verse 7. He is the Lord our God. His justice is seen throughout the land. He always stands by his covenant, the commandment he made to a thousand generations. This is the covenant he made with Abraham and the oath he swore to Isaac. He confirmed it to Jacob as a decree. And to the people of Israel as a never-ending covenant, I will give you the land of Canaan as your special possession. He said this when they were few in number, a tiny group of strangers in Canaan. They wandered from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another. Yet he did not let anyone oppress them. He warned kings on their behalf, do not touch my chosen people and do not hurt my prophets. He called for a famine on the land of Canaan cutting off its food supply. Then he sent someone to Egypt ahead of them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. Who do you hear what he said? He said, then he sent someone to Egypt ahead of them. It didn't look like in the process that Joseph was going ahead of his people. It didn't look like it because he was betrayed. He was sold into slavery. But God had a plan, okay? His plans don't look like what we think they should look like. You thinking you should just walk into Egypt and be like, yo, I had a dream and this is what happened in the dream. And everybody believe you. But no, God, because when he brings you through the process, remember he is perfecting his perfection that's within you. He's applying pressure to you so all the impurities can come to the surface so he can remove them. He removes our iniquities, remember, as far as the east is from the west. So when he puts the pressure, when he adds that pressure, he makes the impurities come out. Okay. 
They, it says they bruised his feet with feathers and placed his neck in an iron collar until the time came to fulfill his dream. The Lord tested Joseph's character. It says the Lord tested Joseph's character. The Lord is testing your character. He's watching your every move to see. Have you been holding tight to his word? Have you been crucifying your flesh? Have you nailed your passions and desires to the cross and have you followed him? Do you still react like how you used to react? Or now do you humble yourself and remember vengeance is the Lord's? He's watching you. He's seeing why you're sitting in that prison cell. He know you didn't do anything, but he's watching you in that prison cell. And he said, I want to see, will you still show me? Will you still show people who I am? Will you still let me work through you? Even though your dreams haven't come true yet, can I use you to bring other people's dreams to fulfillment? I know that I told you a dream. I know I t- I showed you where you're going to be. But will you first humble yourself? And will you let me use you to take other people into their dreams? That's what the Lord is looking for. That's what he's doing while he's testing your character. Do you not understand that? Joseph was in there interpreting dreams. It took for him to interpret Pharaoh's dream to get where he was at. Remember when he when he did the baker and the uh I forgot what the other one was the baker and the other dude when he was interpreting their dreams right didn't the one forget about him he forgot about him he was all like yeah once I once I get out I'm gonna make sure I I, I put in a word for you you know I'm 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 giving you I'm I'm giving you um. I'm breaking it down so you get it. That's not exactly what Joseph said, but I'm breaking it down to you so you can get it. He was because you know how people be saying, "Well, I ain't never, I ain't never." You already know how people be like, "Oh yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna kick it later." And da 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 da. But as soon as that person walk away, they don't got no intentions of kicking it with you later. That's what happened to Joseph. He interpreted this man's dream, told him he was about to get out, he was about to get his job back, all of that. And then guess what happened? He forgot about him, but the Lord didn't. But the Lord wanted to see Joseph's character. Even when people said that they were going to help you and they turned their back on you. Will you still serve me? Will you still bless those that curse you? Will you, will you still pray for the ones that have treated you with contempt? That's what the Lord is looking for. And after, after it, Pharaoh had the dream. It was time for Joseph's dream to come true. His dream was connected to Pharaoh's dream. Because as he interpreted Pharaoh's dream, it opened the door for his dream to come to life. The Lord knows how to get things to happen. He knew that Joseph needed to be in prison at just the right amount of time. So he had to let that woman betray Joseph because it was pushing him into his purpose. It was pushing him where he needed him. He had a, he had a divine meeting in that prison cell with Joseph. He needed him to be there when the baker was there. I think it was the baker. I think it was the baker and the cupbearer. But I think the baker, I can't remember y'all which one of the ones was the one that, uh, one of them died and then the other one got the job back. But I think it was the baker that got his job back. Or it might have been the cupbearer. 
It was one of them, y'all. It was one of them. Go read it. Go read it. That's what you can do. You can go read it. So, he needed to be in jail when that happened. Because how else would he have bumped elbows with somebody that knew Pharaoh? He was in the he was in the jail cell still serving others. You feel me? He wasn't sitting in his cell mad. He wasn't sitting, sitting in his cell bitter. He was still serving. Okay? He was still serving in the prison. Go read it. He was still serving. Pouring out. He was just betrayed by not just his brothers, but by some female. He was lied on. She said he tried to take advantage of her, but really she was trying to get with him. He was lied on. Mm, doesn't it sound familiar? Who else was lied on? Who else was hated without cause? Jesus, right? And what you got to understand is if you want to reign with him, you got to want to suffer with him. You want to, you want, you got to bear witness with the pain that Jesus felt. All he did was to come down here and serve others, but he was hated without cause. He was persecuted. He was mocked. He was slandered. They tried to drag his name through the mud. But guess what my God did? He gave Jesus the name that is exalted over every name. Okay. And that's the same God on whom looks at you and has great joy in his heart when he sees you. You are his child. He's not being hard on you. He just knows what he has to do to get you to the palace. If Jacob was not, I said Jacob, if Joseph was not betrayed, well, we even take it back to Jacob. If Jacob didn't show a little bit of favoritism, right? His brothers would have not um, had the bitterness, you know, exactly in their heart. All of it worked for Joseph's good, even though the enemy meant it for his bad. You get what I'm saying? He, it was necessary to be betrayed. The Lord knew that it was necessary for them to throw him into the pit. He knew that he needed him to go into the, I forgot what the other dude was. He knew he needed him to be the slave to the dude. He knew he needed him to be there because he needed that woman to betray him because he needed to end up in prison. He needed to be able to interpret those men's dreams that worked in the palace because see the Lord, he had a plan. He had a plan and the enemy thought it was for Joseph's bad, but really it was only for Joseph's good. Okay. After, after they re- he remembered and he said, whoa, it was a man and I promised him I was going to give a word for him when, when I got out and I forgot about him until now because none of the astrologers, none of the magicians could do what Joseph came there to do. It's nobody that can do what you have come to do. Okay. Can't nobody take that from you. It's yours. It says, then Pharaoh sent sent for him and set him free. The ruler of the nation opened his prison's door. Joseph was put in charge of all the king's household. He became ruler over all the king's possessions. He could instruct the king's aides as he pleased and teach the king's advisors. 
Then Israel arrived in Egypt. Jacob lived as a foreigner in the land of Ham. And the Lord multiplied the people of Israel until they became too mighty for their enemies. Then he turned the Egyptians against the Israelites and they plotted against the Lord's servants. But the Lord sent the servant Moses along with Aaron, whom he had chosen. They performed miraculous signs among the Egyptians and wonders in the land of Ham. The Lord blanketed Egypt in darkness, for they have defiled his command to let his people go. Mm. Family, just keep on reading. It's, it's just bomb, yo. I've been just reading. Like I, once I got the Bible app go, I just let it go until like obviously it was time to leave, and then I was going in my car and I'd be bumping my Jesus music. Hold on, I'm almost done, yo. Hold up. I was be just in the car bumping my Jesus music, but I really just needed to come on here and give you this word, and I'm gonna pray for you, and I'm gonna let you go. Okay, let's just bow our heads, dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just thank you for who you are, Father. I thank you for what you do, and I thank you for your just your wisdom, Lord. You have wisdom that just exceeds all of our understanding. Our wisdom cannot compare to yours, Father. And I just thank you, Lord, and I honor you, Father, and I praise you because you are the only true and worthy one, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I'm praying for your child receiving this word, Father. I, I pray that you begin to show them what the pain was for. I pray that you begin to show them the purpose of their pain, Father. I pray that you begin to show them all that was birthed through their anguish, Father. Show them as you show a mother who has labored to bring a new child into this earth, Father. That once that they they finally release that baby, Lord, the, the joy that comes over them, Father, because they know they have brought a new life into this world, Lord. And I just thank you, Father, for all that you have done, Father, in the name of Jesus. I just pray for strength for your child, wisdom for your child, understanding for your child, Father. I pray that you give them grace, Father. I pray that you shower them in your mercy, Father. I pray that you favor them today, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Okay, family, I love you so, 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 so much. And I want to say this together. Most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.